the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise, designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to Come Together San Diego. Welcome to a brand new year. And I say that tongue-in-cheek because it's a brand new year in many ways, and this broadcast is going to illustrate what I'm talking about that. But I want you to meet two dear friends of mine that are pastors of a church in San Diego County, actually in the Vista area. It's called River Family Church in Vista. Matt and Amy Stower, they are the pastors therein and so much more. Amy and Matt, how are you? Matt, Amy? Doing so good. As on with you. What could be better? <laughs> and Amy, I trust that you're doing fine as well. Yes, we're so happy to be on. Well, and and what an honor well, to be on is, with you today. Oh, very kind, very kind. These uh, people are not only pastors of the River Family Church, but they're also the visionaries and founders of River Garden, which is located in the same location in Vista. It's really a really large outside multi-million dollar multi-purpose garden, and its purpose is to have the body of Christ throughout San Diego County. That's in the entire body of Christ throughout San Diego County. Uh, all the denominations, etc., use this at no charge. So this broadcast, my listening friend, is going to really highlight some of the things that the Lord gave them. They call the video they just completed, in which I was involved, the Vision and Provision Tour so we're going to talk a little bit about the topics of vision and provision, not only that made their miracle called the garden a reality, but also the vision and provision God wants to use for you to give you that vision and provide for you within that vision. So that's the topic of the broadcast today, and we have the entire two-hour broadcast on that behalf. Matt and Amy, let me let me start uh, with Matt and have you and and uh, give a little bit about the background, and then hand the baton over to Amy, and she'll conclude. I, I always love to see you guys work because one sets it up, and the other one, after they tee it up, the other one knocks it out of the park. So let's uh, let's go with that. Matt, start uh, thank you. start with thank the, you, some background. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you, Kaz. Yeah, I kind of fumble around a little bit, then Amy uh, picks up the ball and runs <laughs> it in for a touchdown. <laughs> So, but it's it's so good. Amy and I have been 38 years in ministry, 39 years married, and it has been such a joy to to run the race with someone so uh, 100% dedicated to Christ. And so, in 2016, we were um, I think I had just turned 60, uh, close to it, and like uh, as we have talked about just uh, feeling disconnected from the very community we're supposed to be pastoring and ministering to in a number of ways. And 
we kind of felt uh, barrenness uh, was, uh, a, you know, we were battling that that barrenness and that uh, this phase of our ministry and really not how we planned it, but uh, we were still pastoring, but just kind of, you know, running in place. And, um, but Amy had received a word from the Lord uh, in 2008 uh, when we moved into the property with Pentecostal Church of God that we are pastors with. And um, we'd been in maybe three days when she came to me and said, honey, Lord, show me we're in a tent out in this big field. And I said, honey, you can forget about that. We're going to be using this building. So, so let me get this straight. You were in a building um, in Vista, and you were uh, we partnering with the Pentecostal Church of God. And you had a big, there was a large piece of property, but the, you only had a building on this property, and the whole rest was right. an open, vacant field. Open, Is that vacant field. <laughs> with, we, we say with tumbleweeds and gophers. That's all it was. <laughs> for like 40 years had been that. And uh, so we move in and within two years, we began to get a desire. Uh, my heart began to follow Amy, the word of the Lord that Amy had to somehow figure out how to put a tent out in this big open field. Um, anyway, what happened was uh, we tossed around ideas for a number of years, but in August of 2016, I was doing a, a wedding rehearsal on a Thursday, 4 p.m., and up at Humphrey's Wedding Estate in Temecula, California. And uh, everybody was late. I was the only one there. And I heard seven words from God when I said this. I said, Father, this is so beautiful. Humphrey's was the number one wedding estate in, Cal uh, in San Diego County two years in a row. And I said, man, this is so beautiful, Father. And I heard seven words. This is it. You can do this. And it exploded in me. I called Amy right away and I said, honey, we just got the greatest news. The Lord just spoke seven words about building uh, this outdoor venue that uh, we didn't even know what it was going to be. But within two weeks, we had, I don't know, maybe 50, 60 percent of what is now known as River Gardens designed uh, with rough ideas, you know. And we began to really enter into a lot of prayer and began to see one idea after another, after another come together. And then in May of 2017, we had, uh, Pentecostal Church of God had, had released $500,000 to us to begin the project. Oh my. And then we used that up relatively quickly, but then... We had other resources begin to come in, and, and um, we we have certainly received many offerings, but we didn't take an offering. We didn't ask our congregation, sure. and we didn't send out a newsletter saying, hey, you know, we would appreciate some partners on this project. We really felt like the Lord said, trust me, and I'll show you a more excellent way. Oh, I love it. And uh, right now, currently, uh, there's $2.6 million in the gardens, oh my. of which 900000 are loans, but $1.7 million in offerings have come in without asking. That's remarkable. So, uh, a Amy, yeah. one, one, you know, I'm familiar with this story to some degree because we've partnered in a num number of things. But uh, I love the uh, napkin story. And, Amy, maybe you can use the napkin story to launch out further and describe where we are currently. Then we're going to get into some specifics about the property. Amy? 
Yes. Well, it has been it has been such a precious adventure with the Lord. You know, He's looking for people that will say yes to impossible things. And that's kind of what we felt when when He showed us that we could do something with this empty field that was was dirt. And he, he began to show us, and we, we initially sketched out on a napkin what this dirt field could be. And essentially, that napkin sketch turned into a schematic that turned into really the components that are uh, there today that we can see. And it is a space for the regional church to use, for the community to use, a place for prayer and worship. And it is a beautiful garden that came from uh, an idea and then a napkin sketch <laughs> and the Holy Spirit orchestrating it all. But, but, but my listening friend, you need to realize this is not just a little quadrant. This is a very large piece of property. You want to describe that just a little bit more, Amy? Yes. Well, the property itself is about the size of a football field. And it's enclosed in a beautiful uh, gabion wall made out of rocks. That's the gabion wall. We'll talk more about that later. And then inside, there's a one section that is a covered grass area. And then there's a lovely creek in the center with a bridge. And then on the other side is what we call the conservatory. It's an enclosed area, a glass-roofed enclosed area. And then... Within the gardens itself uh, are water features, trees, fountains, foliage, and it's a remarkable. lot of open space. We're, we're, it's remarkable. And you know, I'm sorry, Matt. We've got about a minute and a half left. So um, a quick comment, Matt, and then I'll have to break away for a commercial break. Okay. So, yeah, uh, what Amy is saying, we, we didn't even know, you know what the conservatory – it didn't have a name – so when we began to design everything, there was not a template or a blueprint that we were going off of, literally nothing other than we knew that we we're going to have to enclose this large field in some kind of a protective uh, wall. We so didn't that's even, the, the, what you call yeah. it, the Gibeon, Gabion? It, it's an ancient thing. Roman, Rome used it in, to stop heavy horse in battle. And it's uh, Gabon is an old French archaic word yep. that. Well, uh, you know, I'm coming up against a break here, yeah. Matt. So I, I'm going to have to take this. Yeah. But we're going to start. We're going to launch out with this word that God gave you, because my listening friend, this is a word that God is giving you too. Whatever that vision is, this is it. You can do this. So Matt and Amy Store of uh, the uh, River Garden are going to sh- explain more about what that looks like to them. But we're also going to incorporate what this might look like to you in God's visions and provisions for you. My listening friend, we've got a great show in store, and you're going to find out about God's, how God makes visions into a reality when at Matt and Amy Store and I come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego, my friends. We've got uh, pastors Matt and Amy Storr, who are the visionaries and founders of River Garden, a football field-sized complex uh, in Vista, and it is remarkable. It is the most luxurious, beautiful 
beautifully equipped garden you can even imagine, and the vision is to make that available for uh, the body of Christ throughout San Diego County at no charge to use it as a ministry vessel or vehicle. The close of the last segment, Matt and Amy Stewart were identifying briefly what the property looked like, and we were talking about the wall that surrounds this football field-sized facility, and it's called the Gabion Wall. I may mispronounce that, but uh, continue with that description, Matt, and then we will have Amy give her color commentary uh, as we go. Matt Stewart. Well, uh, uh, so, the and, and listeners, we the, the Gabion Wall, Gabion or Gabion, is uh, is a old French archaic word, but this concept of rocks put into cages was used by the Romans in battle to stop heavy horse in these battles, these ancient uh, wars. And and so uh, today they're usually used as retaining walls in places. But we began to get a hidden riches and secret places. That's Isaiah forty five three idea. Because building a wall 12 feet high, uh, the size of a football field, 700 linear feet, would have been, uh, with stucco, would have been $700,000 just for Yes. And so uh, God began to lead us to this concept that maybe, and maybe there is some Gabion walls out there like ours, but usually they're just cosmetic walls for maybe a few feet. But this is 700 linear feet with 700 tons of stone. 12 feet high and 16 feet high. And we did all that for $150,000. Another, you know, we saved about $550,000 on an inspired idea that God gave and and led us. And that was repeated many, many times. We probably saved, uh, I would estimate about $1.2 to $1.4 million just with new ideas, new things. And really, that's a really uh, uh, an accolade to the fact that when God has the, when God says you can do this, He actually provides the way that you may be able to do it. It's a way, and it's it's going to be different from what uh, normal approaches are because it's not normal. Right? It's we got super. We got out of the boat. We got out of the boat (laughs) with some new things. You know. Yes. Yes. When the tabernacle Moses was built, uh, God said that He called Bezalel on Oheb to build the tabernacle of Moses. And he says that God gave them special wisdom. And I, we can honestly say we, we were praying, God, give us that special wisdom. You gave Bezalel and Oyeb. And he did, because uh, it was beautiful to watch when we had our backs up against the wall with something, even our mistakes, uh, the size of the big waterfall we can talk about later, uh, was overbuilt by a third. It's We have a, a huge waterfall on the property, 42 feet by 20 feet, drops 1,800 gallons a minute. And um, we needed to do that to, you know, hide the freeway we're next to and the audio, of you know, the sound. So even uh, there are certain things about that that we made it, uh, you know, a third bigger than what we thought we were going to be doing. How do you make that kind of mistake? But if we would not have built it that size, that then the gardens would have been imbalanced. Everything is so symmetrical that when you see it, it looks like it was designed by some great architects. And uh, I'm not going to say Amy's a knucklehead, but I, I sure have been a knucklehead at times to try and build things. And God just really helped us. He really supernatural wisdom came even in the kind of rock that we decided on, the honey quartz rock. 
and how how we built these walls, uh, it's just really been a, a wonderful, wonderful blessing. Wow. And my listening friend, he, I want you to take away, extrapolate from this vision and the fulfillment that Amy and Matt Storr are seeing, what God will do with whatever vision he gives you. You go, but I'm not capable of doing that much or that uh, I'm not that professional in these kind of things. You don't worry about that. God is the professional. If you link with him, he solves those challenges. Any, yeah. uh, any things you want to add to that, Amy? Well, I can tell you for sure, we have not known what we're doing, but we are partnered with the Holy Spirit who knows what to do. And the other thing is that he has brought along the way so many precious people who have partnered with us and brought their wisdom and insight. And the Holy Spirit will really give a blueprint and then the grace to accomplish his plan. And that's what we've seen over and over again from the very beginning. I think the most important thing was just our yes. And then every day crying out to the Lord, okay, what is your plan? We want to do this your way. And he has shown us along the way, the supernatural road through the Red Sea, really. Wow. You know, one of the comments that I have picked up on that you say frequently, you know, when you see a vision like this, you go, man, it's going to cost so much money. Matt, I think you used the phrase that the currency not is not dollars and cents. The currency that is used in fulfilling God's vision is not the currency of money. It's the currency of faith. You want to extrapolate? From yeah, that? It's our, we uh, we're we're uh, preaching it uh, as loud and as clear as we can. When you do your projects, those that are going to be inspired maybe by this program, hearing our 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 uh, uh, project that we did, hearing about it, uh, we learned that God is our provision, and that that's not just. Uh, preaching a good idea. That's reality. Um, The currency is not money. The currency is faith and obedience. And it says in Hebrews 11, 8, by faith, Abraham obeyed. And it says that he went out not knowing where he was going to a land that he should afterward receive. And that's exactly what happened for us. We just had um, the faith, whether it was a lot or little, we, we acted on what we had. And we got out of the boat based on seven words from God, not not presumptuously, but we really felt like uh, we knew that we had a word from God. And it was God telling us, here's an opportunity. You can do this, and I'll back you up. And uh, we co-labored. Uh, again, First Corinthians 3, 9, we are co-labors together with and for God. The Amplified says with and for God. This certainly was for God's glory. But also, God loves partnering with us on the impossible. And for us, again, uh, you know, to see the kind of resources that literally flooded us, flooded in, even during the the, uh, pandemic, uh, uh, when everything was shutting down, we were we we had an influx of, of monies that we moved forward where we began to do weddings in the pandemic. When all other uh, venues were shutting down, we were taken off like a rocket ship. And and so God graced us, but we have another saying, if you can take the step of faith, you'll, you'll always see the hand of grace. Step of faith, hand of grace. And that's literally how we built the gardens. My. You know, uh, when we talk about uh, faith and, and, and having that uh, obedience as your financial currency— 
it really is bolstering to those of us who are listening who say, God gave me this vision, I have this vision, but I have no clue how to make it happen. Well, you, you need to step outside that part of it and allow Holy Spirit, God through Holy Spirit, to give you the directives. He'll put people to your left and to your right. You talked about Bezalel and Aholiab building the tabernacle of Moses. Moses didn't really have the full plan on how to do it. God told him, this is it, you can do it. And then God gave him uh, Bezalel and Aholiab yeah. to build the, the uh, yes. tabernacle of yes, Moses. That's right. And so we've only got a couple minutes left here, but um, you, why don't you pay that off a little bit more? Because we've got a lot of listeners that are going, yeah, I have this great big vision, but uh, how in the world is it to be fulfilled? You've got uh, probably about a minute or so. Okay. One, uh, go, ahead, go ahead, Amy. I just wanted to say that one scripture that has been so profoundly anchoring for us and, and faith igniting is from Jeremiah thirty-two seventeen, And it says this, Ah, Lord God, you have made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm, nothing is too difficult for you. And so as we partner with the Lord, he's wanting us to step into things that, that seem impossible, but knowing that nothing is too difficult for him as we obey him, as we follow him, and as we seek to glorify him and see his kingdom advanced. Well, we're uh, running low on time here, but I guess... Uh... Uh, give me about 30 seconds, because I only have about a minute left. Amy, give a 30-second encouragement to our listeners that they can uh, experience the same thing very quickly. Absolutely. The Lord, especially in this time, has put an idea in your heart, a vision, a dream, an assignment. Or perhaps He's just getting ready at the beginning of this year to do so. And just know that if you can't think about it in your natural thinking, but if you will say yes to him, knowing that what he births in our hearts, he will provide the grace to see it come to pass. There it is. My listening friend, that is so much true, and I hope this show is being an inspiration to you. But we're going to take the overall vision, then we're going to separate it out in the next few segments. We're going to talk about what this means specifically in the garden. So we're going to take a tour through the garden. I think you're going to be... Impressed, but <clears throat> when you do, you can remember the phrase, This is it, you can do this, and this is going to give you empowerment to fulfill God's call to and through you as well. Matt and Amy Store, pastors and visionaries and founders of the River Garden, and I will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K Praise. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego. We're talking about a beautiful uh, environment created by uh, Matt and Amy Store under the directive of Holy Spirit to the visionaries and founders of River Garden. But it reminds me, when we talk about garden, remember way back in the Adam and Eve days, God strolled with Adam and Eve in the garden, and he spoke with them about things, just God stuff. Can you imagine walking with God in the garden? Well, when I visit this garden, it is very similar because the beautiful uh, flora and fauna of the environment and and the buildings that are there remind me of just intimacy with God. So I'll tell you what, it's remarkable. And I wanted to have Matt start out by telling us a little bit about what we will see when we get inside the garden, Matt. Well, well, Kaz, uh, what we've got, we've if you know, it's the size of a football field, but about uh, halfway in the gardens, 
um, on one side is turf covered by uh, Amy probably will talk about this uh, uh, shade panel covering about 7,000 square feet of that. On the other side of the creek, there's a there's a bridge and a creek, and you cross over the creek uh, over the bridge, and then on the other side, uh, up against a huge waterfall, is the conservatory. It's a it's a octagon, eight sided structure with a clear polycarb roof, uh, which is gorgeous at night with all the lights, and it's about three thousand square feet. And uh, we can we can for a reception up there we we can do maybe service 220 people, but if it's just chairs, we can have as many as 300, uh, seat 300 people for like a a, a, a message that uh, they'd be there listening, uh, maybe guest speaker. We have those chairs uh, able to seat 300 people. Uh, and one of the things, it, the conservatory also has this incredibly beautiful fireplace. And I think that would be good, Kaz, if I just real quickly mentioned that uh, the money never came to us simply talking vision. And it's real important for the listeners to to really get this. I, as a pastor, have preached this thought many, many times, where there's vision, there's provision. Well, I I found that that's actually not true. Where there's vision with action, there's provision. Because I've had, Amy and I have had vision, before, but we we were waiting on money. And the example is the fireplace. Uh, For four months, we were waiting on money to build the fireplace, which by now we've learned our, we should have learned our lessons many times over that money never came until we moved toward the vision with some action. And um, God promises to send rain upon plowed fields in, in Psalm 65, 9 and 10. And he does. He will not send his rain on unplowed fields. Uh, it's just going to make weeds. Uh, if that, that that rain coming down. So God encouraged us. You will see my hand of grace when you take steps of faith toward the vision. And so in the fireplace for four months, we're waiting on money. Then we realize, oh, here we are in that bad habit again of waiting for money. And so Amy and I that. Friday, we decided, we got on Google, found the fireplace we liked, and we began to put uh, pen and paper to it, and we made a budget. Now, I can't tell you the difference between a two-by-four and a pencil, and yet uh, <laughs> that that, that, that uh, budget to build that fireplace uh, with all the multimedia that's in it, was, we had somehow guessed $25,000. That was on Friday afternoon. On Monday afternoon, we went to get the mail, and lo and behold, we had a check in the mailbox for $25,000. Oh, my. And that that honestly replayed itself over and over and over. So it's really important for the listeners to know, you can even have a God idea and talk about the vision, but if you don't walk toward the vision, I told Abraham, all the land you can see, I will give it to you. And then he said, now get down and begin to walk the length and oh, breadth of the land. Love it. it reminds me of a scripture in Habakkuk saying, write the vision and make it plain upon tables. And though the yes. vision is for an appointed time, it shall surely, absolutely, totally come to pass. And so what you have done is not only you get this vision, but you, you take steps. You, you, you get an, did an estimate of how much it was going to cost. And yeah. uh, you, you, you know, wrote the plan down. And all of a sudden, 
finances, resources began to, to well, appear. As, it, that back of scripture you just quoted, it says, so he that reads it can run. You know, the yes. point is you write it down so you can you can read it and then you can run. Yes. You and, can, you know, run toward the vision. Is, is what the Lord wants. Any thoughts, Amy? I think the the writing down of things and then walking toward the plan. And we also, you know, we would get input from people who know about whatever the aspect that we were focusing on. You know, it's amazing to me how the Lord joined us with people that have expertise in an area, that have knowledge in an area, and many, many people have come alongside this vision. And we've literally partnered together to see the fruition of the different parts that has made the gardens into what it is today. It is a collaborative effort of people whose faith and action together have made something beautiful that the Lord's presence can dwell. And so I think this is a key factor. Well, we just lost you, Amy. You know, one of the things that I'm seeing as we dig into the garden is a number of scriptures come to pass. We talked about the conservatory, but we're also talking about other implements there. One of the scriptures, one of the things you notice as you go in is that there, it's a gated, it's a gated community. Community. There are a number of gates all over the place, and those gates bespeak entry into a holy place. So, if you're there, Amy or Matt, why don't you just just jump in? Yeah, uh, hopefully Amy can get back with us there. But yes, uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, go ahead, Amy. The seven, the seven uh, gates to the gardens have so much meaning for us, and of course, we love the scripture that we want to enter the Lord's gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. And so, there's these massive gates that have been very important. And again, the Lord brought very special people to help construct those gates, as he did so many of the aspects of the gardens. And the gates are significant. And we feel like, too, that the gates, that there's angels at the gates and around the walls that really are positioned there to bring the presence of the Lord and minister to the people who come. Yes, yes, yes. Matt's... Any thoughts uh, tied to this? It's a remarkable environment. It's just not something that you would say, oh, that's really nice that you have a football field garden. This is kind of like the Garden of Eden mentality. If you look through it, it's awe-inspiring, Matt. Well, one, a couple of things about once you go into uh, this, one more thing about the gate, you know, there's seven gates, one's invisible. That gate represents Jesus that we're told that in, in John 7, um, that he... Um, that he is. And so we have uh, the other six gates represent different aspects of our Christian walk. And it's just been so exciting to be able to build everything with a purpose, representing Jesus and his body. And um, so um, uh, one other thing that we haven't talked about, Kaz, I don't think you've ever heard this in the many times that we've talked about the gardens is that uh, the gentleman, Todd Lowell, uh, used to be in our ministry. He he managed the building of the gardens for the most part, and um, he used to work at a nursery. Well, that nursery gave Todd uh, all uh, what's called plugs, and a plug is like a dollar. It's a little, very small little seedling, 
And he must have got 15,000, 20,000 little plugs, different you, kinds of plants. Uh, plants, yes. And so he moved to Idaho, and we didn't know what to do with these little things. They didn't look all that important. Well, Amy's uh, father came and began to work in the gardens uh, doing landscaping, and he, and he resurrected those plugs were almost dead for lack of water and care. We didn't know what, what really what we had. But he began to work with those plugs, and most of the vegetation out in the gardens were a lot of those were the plugs. Yes, uh, those little, and, and they've grown up, and some of those plants now are seven, eight feet tall. That's amazing. You know, the scripture and, talks about despising not small beginnings. Yes, and this yes. is what this is. This is a small beginning, but when God gives you a vision, take what he gives you well, and trust awesome. him to blow upon it like nothing else. My friend, it's time for us to take a break in a minute or two. I'm going to connect back with Matt and Amy in the next segment and talk about some other components or structures within this uh, football field-sized garden. It is absolutely remarkable. And my listening friend, this is an illustration for you to believe that God can do great things to and through you. You may be called to be partnering with Matt and Amy somehow or be able to use your ministry at the the garden, you know, use one of the facilities to, to teach or minister to your friends, just invite them to the garden. So we'll talk more about that and so many other things because there's so many other visuals in the garden. You've got water features and uh, you've got uh, different uh, trees and, and different tenting and things like that. We'll talk more about that when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego, a fun show today, a fun show, a show that talks about vision and provision, how God will fulfill the the, uh, desires of your heart because he stored the desires of your heart in there in the first place. So it's up to you to bring them forth and watch what he does through your willingness and obedience and faith. So, Matt, we're talking about the uh, trees and plants in the garden. Why don't you give a little bit more insights on that, and uh, Amy as well. And then this time frame that we're doing this broadcast is particularly remarkable when you're talking about the trees in the garden. I'll share that uh, sometime in this segment as well. And then we'll talk a little bit about a tent that is very visible in the property as well. Matt? Okay. Yeah, just real quick. The, 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 we used what's called plugs from a nursery. Those plugs, when Amy's father, who began to work landscaping for us, he, he found those plugs, 15,000 plugs, and they were just about ready for the trash can. Uh, we didn't know what we had. They looked insignificant, but he knew what they were, and he began to water them, and he redeemed those uh, little plants from certain death, uh, and he began to plant them in the gardens. And the majority of the vegetation literally came from reclaimed and redeemed plants that were going to die, but somebody came and rescued those plants, Amy's father. And that also is such a cool thing when I walk in the gardens and I see these flourishing plants that remind me of Christians. We were all dead in trespasses and sins, (laughs) 
And yet, That's right. through the grace of our Lord Jesus, his redeeming blood, uh, we've seen a victory. Absolutely. Amy? And, uh, well, the, the trees and plants in the gardens are truly a part of the God-given template. And, and part of the vision that the Lord gave us from the very beginning was that the gardens was to look a little bit like Jerusalem, a little bit like Israel. And so it, it always looks flourishing to me. The plants are so happy. The trees are so happy. There's an olive tree right Well, we, we lost Amy again. I'm going to continue with... Uh... Matt, and we'll talk a little bit more about it. And then she suddenly uh, comes back again. So that's what happened last time, and it was a little clearer last time she came back. We're talking about the plants and trees, and this is just one portion of the garden. If you were to call it a football field, you could you could uh, see that the plants and flora are throughout the garden. And on one side of the garden, there's the conservatory, and then you've got a bridge that goes into another part of the garden, which embraces a tent. So... Um, uh, while we're getting Amy back again, but you need to know about the plants and the trees. This time frame in the Bible history, we've entered into, just now, literally, we've entered into the 11th month of the biblical calendar. And this biblical calendar month is called Shavat. And within the month of Shavat in the biblical uh, calendar is a time called the New Year of Trees. So we've had our New Year's. We experienced New Year's in many ways, but there is a new year literally for trees, and this is it. So we're talking about trees and plants, and I think it's appropriate. Uh, Amy, you want to jump on in here and then transition into that big tent on the other side of the of the uh, property? Yes, and the, the trees are so significant. So much of the gardens, the Lord spoke to us to design the gardens to look like Israel, to look like Jerusalem. And so we love that there's an there's an olive tree, there's palm trees, there's acacia trees, and also the tent on, on one side of the property, which we like to call the hoopah, covering the whole area of the grass. And we love to think of that as the, the hoopah that covers where God's presence dwells on that part of the property. It's a very large tented in area, and uh, it provides a very beautiful covering uh, of all the, the trees and the water features, and uh, it's very remarkable. Yes, yes. And and in the next segments, we're going to talk a little bit more about the the water features. But one of the uses of this tented area, um, you do your church service for River Family Church there on Sundays, but other people can see that as a tented area, as some of the alcoves that are around there as an area where they can bring people and they can do their little Bible studies in those areas as well. Is that right? The River Gardens is open for people to come pray, to study God's Word, to come and just be there and commune with the Lord. And of course, we host many weddings every weekend, memorial services, celebrations of life. It is a beautiful place to gather with family or just come with one other person or just yourself and experience God's presence. Oh, I love it. I love it. And my listening friend, as you hear the word hoopah, Hoopa is really an open—this is an open-ended tent. In other words, the sides uh, are not enclosed, but there's, a, there's a, uh, a covering over the top, and I guess it's a canvas kind of a uh, covering, but even in weather where it's drizzly or wet, that hoopa keeps you dry. 
but it's illustrative of the wedding tent in biblical times and in present-day times, too, where, you, you know, people have gotten married in biblical times under the chuppah, and many people in today's times at the River Garden is, is, uh, find themselves getting married under the same chuppah. Uh, uh, closing thoughts on this, Matt? That part of the the venue, uh, seven thousand square feet under those shade panels, and the uh, you know they block ninety eight percent of the UVs, and it keeps the sun off people, so it's real comfortable. Uh, but in terms of a spiritual sense, uh, I'm with Amy on it that we absolutely uh, look at that as covering of Isaiah four, that he he'll be a, a covering or covert over his people, and he'll protect us. Another scripture in Isaiah talks about the sun will not smite you. Uh, you know, the, 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 the sun can symbolic there of life and how hard it can be. But when you come into the gardens, there is such a spirit of, of uh, peace and gentleness uh, in your spirit. You'll begin to feel the gentleness uh, of the Lord in your life and the peace of the Lord and the comfort and just the safety of being inside those those uh, walls, those big massive walls. Yes. And so, yeah, that's it's. And we could probably Kaz go on and on about uh, the some of the spiritual truths we've discovered. Yes. And as I said earlier on, just a minute ago, this is the time frame right now. The eleventh month. We've just now entered into the eleventh month, which is the month of Shabbat, and. This is a time for the New Year of Trees. You know, we've experienced New Year uh, in the Gregorian calendar just recently, but also in the in the biblical calendar, there's a New Year for uh, harvests in their first part of the biblical year, and then in the middle part of the biblical year, there's a, a time called the New Year for animals, and then on the seventh month, there is the uh, civil calendar, civil New Year, which we changed from 5783 into 5784, and then, again, we get into the the 11th month, which is now the New Year of Trees. And one thing that is exemplary of the New Year of Trees is a visit to the garden in the city of Vista. And uh, it's called the River Garden Environment through Matt and Amy Store, pastors of River Family Church. So we're coming close to a time where we're going to have to... Uh, do a commercial break. Uh, Matt or Amy, you want to take this for a minute or so and give some insights of where we're going? And we'll spend a little bit more time talking about some of the things beyond the water features, uh, because we're going to spend the last portion of the show talking about the water features. But uh, anything else, we'll maybe launch out from here and spend the next segment closing that down. So, my, uh, Matt or Amy, you want to jump on in? Uh, one, one surprise has been the many butterflies that love living <laughs> yes, yes, yes. at River Gardens, as well as the beautiful birds. In fact, there's some lovely doves that sit on the phone line that overlooks the gardens. And many times during services or weddings, there is a line of a family of doves that is watching. And so there's many lovely birds and butterflies. And it's just, when you come into the gardens, it's just life and God's peace, and His flourishing presence. And it's just such a blessing, because this is a space that He has ordained, He has birthed it, He has, he is the one that has initiated it and has brought it to pass, and it's His presence that is here. 
Yes, it is. It's his presence that is here. And my listening friend, uh, you really need to make a, a journey over there. Give uh, um, very quick directions like the street address, Amy, while you're here, and then we're going to take a break. Yes. Uh, the address is uh, 390 Mimosa Avenue. It's right in Vista off the, the 78. And uh, it's easy to find on on maps. It's easy to find. Very good. And um, I guess we have maybe uh, about one minute left. So my listening friend, you need to be aware that uh, God has a place for you to go. Uh, it's called Mimosa Avenue. You can go there and check it out. It's remarkable. And we're talking about the garden. It's like the Garden of Eden. But my friend, this is a place where you can go and get close with God in many ways. We're going to talk more about uh, the river garden and the phraseology of you can do this because your vision can be done as well. And uh, Matt and Amy Storr will illustrate that as we go further in that. So my listening friends, we're going to talk more about the gardens and get into some of the water features as we close out this first hour and jump into the second hour. It's remarkable, and the vision God's giving you is remarkable as well. We will discover what those might be when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the second hour of Come Together San Diego as we spend time visiting a place that is literally a garden <laughs> in the North County in Vista. It's called River Garden, and it's a an outreach that is literally a football field size garden area with conservatory and trees and fauna and flora and a tent and all this other remarkable thing, all, all these remarkable things. And it's really uh, uh, something that is uh, a place that you need to see and experience yourself. But before we go any further, let me just give the uh, a email address for me that you can communicate with me and say, I have an idea for a show, and here it is. Here's the way that you can contact me. Listen to this. Write it down. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. Come together, San Diego at kprz.com. You can uh, communicate with me and give your idea for a show or your thoughts of the shows that you've been listening to thus far. I'm going to return things to uh, Amy Store in this particular segment, and we're going to talk about uh, some of the things that we haven't mentioned so far uh, about this beautiful facility, and then uh, Matt's going to close this segment off with me, and we're going to be entering into different facets of the facility that are going to be remarkable Amy Store. It's been such a joy to be involved in this project. And one thing that is always so special to me is that people who would never really come to church, we do have our church services here, but people who would never come to church necessarily, or they, they're not really people who are um, on purpose coming into a church setting, but they come to the gardens because they're coming to a wedding or they're coming to a celebration of life, or they just happen to come in for something that's happening there that the community is meeting. And the time and time again, people say, I sense the presence of God. I sense peace. I sense God's love when I'm in here. And it's 
truly a testament of God's presence that is here. And this is what our prayer is. And we pray for this every day, as we know this space belongs to the Lord, that He would inhabit it and He would minister to every person who comes through the doors for whatever reason they might be coming, but the ultimate reason is that he wants to encounter them inside the gardens. And so that's been very special for us. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And this uh, opens another topic that is really important. Part of your vision really deals with the body of Christ, the church in San Diego County and beyond. So Matt, you want to carry this a little further? Yes. um, Colin, Amy and I, um, we really had uh, I believe uh, most of our ministry building a local church. That's that, and we would work with the community from time to time. But we, for our whole ministry, we felt a yearning to see the body of Christ come together uh, in more of a unified manner, and to be able to do meetings together. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, a lot of the smaller churches, uh, more than maybe the larger churches, really need each other. And so River Garden uh, has been one of the main functions and and visions of River Garden is to provide a regional church hub that we can, uh, from the different tribes in the body of Christ, uh, if I can use that phrase, different uh, uh, backgrounds and and streams come together into one beautiful family and to be able then also to underwrite the cost of bringing in guest speakers and doing certain things that smaller churches don't have a budget for. Sure. And it's been such a blessing over these three years that we've been hosting regional events, uh, sometimes as many as uh, six, 600 uh, people for a couple of those events. But um, it's just been a, a real blessing to see the uh, the joy that the body of Christ has when they come together. And, it's been very fruitful, very fruitful. One of the things and that you along, say, oh, go ahead, go ahead, oh, Amy. Along those lines, part of the vision is that this would be a place of continual prayer with all the parts of the body of Christ coming and having prayer here. And so that's really a huge part of the vision as well. Sure. And you use the term, Matt, regional church. And one of the things about this vision is when God gives you a vision. It is not a single vision. Generally, it has attachments to it. And this particular vision of this garden, this river garden in Vista, carries with it the promise that God wants to do similar things in other uh, areas of perhaps San Diego County, but also other areas of of, uh, Southern California, other areas of California, and other areas of states inside the United States. Talk about that, Matt. Yes. um, We got... We have so many wonderful relationships that we've formed over the years in ministry, over three decades, almost four decades now in ministry. And we have people all over America that have been to these gardens, and God's touched their heart. They want to be able to steward the gardens. And so River Garden Ministries is is the, the name and the, uh, and the parent uh, organization that all throughout the country, uh, we've got a right now about 50 people that uh, are really wanting to have a gardens in their city and state, and we're helping them make that happen. So the vision is expanding, Kaz. It's that's expanding. right. And one one of the things that's happening here, other people are catching the vision, and this is uh, 
a vision that God gave Matt and Amy Storer, but this is a vision that somebody else may receive, and God wants them to call it their own as well. And it could be in another city, it could be in another state. Uh, and yes. it, it's absolutely remarkable. Matt or Amy? Yeah, so uh, the, the the wonderful thing about these these gardens is that there is a financial blessing for ministries um, that is much more substantial than anything we've ever seen just through our regular tithes and offerings. And there's a scripture that God speaks in Deuteronomy 8.18, do not forget it is I the Lord that gives you the power to create wealth that I might establish my covenant in the earth. And so uh, for all ministries that are listening today or that will hear this program, uh, God wants more than a tithe and an offering uh, coming to you. Uh, He wants you to have inspired ideas and witty inventions. He wants you to be able to enter into the marketplace and and watch as a, a miracle happens. Uh, and there's so many examples in the Bible of of that very thing. And so I'm rejoicing today that God gave Amy and I a creative idea that we were able to use faith and obedience, get out of the boat of the familiar and walk on the water, on the word on the water, this is it, you can do this, <laughs> and then watch God do a miracle. And He he's done a miracle with this gardens, and we are confident that wherever we go to plant a gardens, to build a gardens, that the Spirit of God is way ahead of us. He's already got a road in the Red Sea that nobody knows about. The land that where, we're, where we will build these additional gardens is already there, set aside for us to discover yes. if we if we move out in faith and obedience. That's uh, the currency. I, I love it. And Matt and Amy, they're the kind of people that Matt has a scripture for absolutely everything. And so these guys are um, Bible concordances, and it's absolutely remarkable that they do this. But one of the things when you visit the garden, you'll see different features, in particular water features like uh, 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 springs and waterfalls and uh, and other elements, and each one of them that they've built, there's a dozen of them throughout the complex. We're going to spend time in the last couple of segments talking about what those um, water features are, but each one of them, knowing Matt and Amy, they have scriptures galore tied to these things, and they not only are they scriptures galore, but they are inspirations and instructions for us the way that we need to live our life. So in the next couple of segments, we're going to take a walk through the gardens, in particular visiting the water features and identifying what each one of the water features features does, but also what the scriptures that are tied to it are and the words of inspiration for you to glean from that. So, my listening friend, we, we, we are thrilled with what God is doing, and we are thrilled that God has a plan to you and through you in uh, this is it, you can do this. And my listening friend, you can do this. And uh, Come Together San Diego is just thrilled to be with you, and we're going to talk more about these things. It's what a joy to have Matt and Amy Store with us, the visionaries and founders of River Garden, And this River Garden has a message for you. We're going to talk more about the things that God has in store for you as you look at these different water features throughout the garden. As I said, there's about 12 of them, and we're going to spend some time in the next two segments identifying these water features, what they do, and how that uh, relates to Scripture that can empower and direct you as well. 
So my listening friend, it's a joy on Come Together San Diego to have you and to have my co-host in this broadcast at Matt and Amy Store of River Garden. God bless you, and we will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor is next on K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor on K-Praise. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you really need to see this. And you say, Kaz, this is a radio show. Can't see nothing on the radio. You can only hear it. Well, this is to inspire you to go to a place called River Garden in Vista and find out more about the River Garden ministry because you're going to realize that this will be an inspiration for you to take whatever a vision God has given you and teach you how to have provision to bring that vision to pass. So we're talking with Amy and Matt Storr, and we've been meandering around the garden, this football field complex that has so many different elements within it. We've gotten to the place right now where we're going to talk about some of the water features. There's actually a dozen of them. And uh, Amy, I'm going to have you set the stage and then have Matt... uh, share some of the insights of each one of these water features, and then we will summarize them uh, as this portion of the show comes to a close. So, uh, Amy, what you got? Well, it's been so special to see how the Lord has had very specific meanings and 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 um, importance of all the different components of the gardens. And one of the special things is the water features, as you mentioned. And these water features tell the redemptive story of Christ. Matt does an exceptional job telling about these water features because the the Lord really gave him a download of all of these water features in just a few moments. And then we've been able to see how, as we've built each one of them over the last few years, each one of them has come to a place where they truly are a depiction of the meaning of of the title that they have. And, and I'll let Matt explain uh, about these water features. And, and so you can imagine them as he describes them now. But then not only do you get to imagine them, but just go to this Mimosa Avenue location in Vista absolutely. and absolutely we see them. everyone to come. <laughs> we want to see you here. Yes, yes, yes. What's so uh, uh, funny about what you're saying, Kaz, is right before the program began, I spent an hour with 25 women that showed up uh, from I don't know how many different churches, but they're part of some kind of a, a ladies group. All of them are seniors and they'd heard about the gardens from somebody who used to be in our church. And they, 25 women showed up to want to hear about the 12 water features. So I just went through all these beautiful water features. So it's fresh in my memory. And let me start off. So all the way around the, 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 the uh, gardens is a 12-foot wall that has water gardens built up against the wall. And the first one that we uh, will start with is called the three-in-one. That represents the revelation of the Trinity, the Godhead, and that Jesus is God. And that he, uh, you know, it's very important for the body of Christ to know that Jesus is, is just not, you know, He's so, he's not uh, as some in air would preach, uh, just a created being, but he is eternal with God, and he has um, been given the honor of being the creator of the Godhead. Four to five scriptures tell us 
that all things were made by Jesus. Nothing that was made was made without him. Yes. And so it, then the second water feature is the incarnation. Uh, God becomes, becomes man, the God-man. The creator becomes a creation. And so what are we looking at when we stare at this uh, water feature? The, the first water feature, uh, the three-in-one, it has three pillars, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit that stand about eight feet tall on, an, on a rise mound uh, of dirt and, and flowers. And then it's got seven steps coming down with water coming down those steps. And those seven steps represent the, the seven spirits of God out of Revelation, speaking of the fullness sure. of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then the plant life, it represents, that we picked, represents the mercy and kindness okay. of the Lord. That's the water uh, one of down. two. Now the second one, I, I, yeah, I'm moving you along because we've got yeah. a dozen features second in one, a couple, couple yeah. of segments. second one is called the Incarnation. It's a, a clamshell sitting on the ground, very simply made. Because in the incarnation, Jesus, it says in Isaiah 52, we didn't know he was special. He didn't look like God. He just looked like one of us. And so God becomes man. Jesus, the Emmanuel, God with us. And so the creator puts on the creation's flesh. And it's a beautiful, beautiful depiction of the, the humanity of Jesus, that God is now with us. Yes. The third water feature is why he came. And that is to be our redeemer. It's it, that that uh, water feature has seven copper pipes, speaking of seven again, uh, fullness, completeness, and then uh, it's got four um, wood posts representing the four Greek words for the word redemp uh, for redemption, and it goes on. There's other truths, but we won't uh, stop and explain those now. But the third water feature is why he came to be our redeemer. Well, the fourth one is. Uh, explains how he's our redeemer by the precious blood we magnify and honor the blood of our our savior who be, by his uh sacrifice as the lamb of god who's taken away the sin of the world and so it's a turquoise boulder with a, a fountain coming up through uh, through the center uh Zechariah 13 says i provided a fountain for the cleansing of my people's sin and stain. And then uh, the fifth water feature has not been built yet, but that is manifold grace. So God becomes man to be our redeemer by his precious blood through his manifold grace. And so that water feature that's designed is so beautiful. Uh, It really is stunning. And it teaches us uh, the grace of God is essential for our Christian growth and, and our understanding of Jesus. The sixth water garden is actually the waterfall, 42 by 20 feet, dropping 1,800 gallons a minute, seven fountains in the front of it. And uh, the way we build it, it it, uh, shows that God's love is reaching out to all tribes and tongues and peoples. And um, Yeah, that's really the centerpiece of the entire uh, facility, isn't it? You you go there and, and, and see that waterfall with water abounding over the top and coming down, uh, it's remarkable. And one of the secret purposes behind it is to make uh, the waterfall sound effect will mask the sound of the traffic that goes on in the background. Yes. Something about that water uh, feature, we tried to get some of the largest companies in San Diego to build it. They wouldn't touch it. Uh, They said, that's too big a project for us. 
And so we built it ourselves and, uh, <laughs> it, it, it turned out fabulous, you know, just really wonderful. Number seven is the resurrection of life. Jesus, as the father gave his son, John three sixteen, for our redemption, uh, after having defeated the seven enemies of man, Satan, sin, and self, death, hell, the grave and the curse, Jesus rises from the dead as a resurrection life, giving to us new life. That water feature will be a pool that you'll step down into. We'll be able to be baptizing people right there in a beautiful pool. And uh, so that's water garden. Let's talk about just briefly about the baptismal. I am excited for that to be created because, you know, how many times do you feel like— uh, somebody or you want to be baptized or rebaptized, and where do you go? You go to the ocean, the ocean, <laughs> or you go to a, a baptismal or a pool. This is going to have a baptismal in the environment of a garden. How remarkable! Yes. How remarkable! And it will also be heated, Kaz. This will be a heated baptismal, <laughs> and how wonderful that the whole church of the region is welcome to come use this baptismal for baptisms. That is remarkable. And that will be such a way of rejoicing. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So that's number seven is the resurrection of life. Number eight, once we're in the family, it, through the resurrection of Jesus, we're, we're baptized into Christ uh, through faith. And then number eight is, is uh, the head of the church, our high priest, where we we show that these two offices of Christ as the head of the church and our high priest work together toward bringing the bride to perfection and maturity. And the bride has made herself ready, it says in Revelation 21. So uh, head of the church, our high priest, represented by three urns at different sizes, righteousness, truth, and holiness, because those are really the three words that describe what a true mature believer looks like. Yes. Walking in righteousness, truth, and holiness. Number um, number nine uh, is covenant love and faithfulness. And this is where we show the Father and the Son that they have a covenant with us. The Father has a covenant with us as being a father uh, where it's the covenant responsibilities to his children, a parent's responsibility, which is to provide, protect, and give purpose. Yes. The three P's of parenting, our Heavenly Father is giving us an abundance of provision, abundance of protection, and abundance of purpose. And then Jesus, this uh, great water feature, covenant love and faithfulness represents Jesus' wedding vows, marriage vows to his church. I'm going to stop you there because we've got to take a break. And uh, okay. so we're, we've concluded uh, nine of the 12, and we're talking about the, the 10th and then on to the 12 in the next segment. Yes. And so we're going to deal with that when we come back, my listening friend. Uh, I want you to realize that these water features speak Scripture and truths to you and your heart. We'll talk more about these and the water features and what God is going to do through them to you when we come right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise with Cass Taylor. Welcome back, my friends, to Come Together San Diego, and we are taking a tour it's a, called the Vision and Provision Tour uh, on the beautiful facilities known as River Garden in Vista, California. 
and uh, Matt and Amy Storr are with us. And what we're, the purpose of, is, of this show is twofold, not only to give you an idea of the vision that God has given to Matt and Amy Storr and how that plays out, but also the purpose is to inspire you to do the same with whatever vision he's giving you uh, right now. And it could be using the River Garden as part of the ministry uh, mechanism for you to do your ministry tool, or it may be some other vision, whatever. But God will give you the vision, and then he will give you provision, but he will require you to be uh, activated and not just sit there and go, okay, God, you do it. No, we make the steps, and God fills fills out needs as we act in faith uh, and obedience. So, Matt, we're talking about the the beautiful water features. There are 12 of them. I think we uh, were closing up on the ninth feature, which was the uh, the three rock feature. And I'll give it back to you, Matt Storr. Yes, Kaz. Uh, number nine of the 12 water features, we call it uh, the covenant love and faithfulness water feature. These two words, covenant love, it's the, the old Hebrew word has said, uh, and I'm not saying it quite right, uh, but it, it has um, the idea of a, of a parental covenant responsibilities and then also marriage vows. The father, as our heavenly father, he has the responsibility to provide, protect, and instill purpose. And then Jesus, as the head of the, the, the church, but also the bride, we, we are his bride. We're his bride, and we are... Um, we hear his wedding vows saying to us, I've drawn you to me, I've pulled you to me in my loving kindness, the word has said, uh, covenant love. And then also uh, he tells us his wedding vows, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Yes. So that's number nine. Number 10 is a beautiful one. It's uh, King of Kings and Lord of Lords, where we honor and reveal his kingship and lordship in our lives. And that's made up of two water wall, uh, rain walls of water coming down, two of them together at a 45-degree angle. Very beautiful, uh, as it, and it says in Psalm 73, that his reign, R-E-I-G-N, of the king is like the rain, R-A-I-N, that comes down and waters the earth, causes it to bring forth bud and bring prosperity. Yes. And under his kingship and lordship, we experience the abundant life. You know, Matt, this is one of the most, this was one of the most remarkable uh, water features in the entire complex from my standpoint. It's two, basically two different uh, little waterfall, streams of water, and, and and that really looks like rain coming down. Yes, you identified yes. as king of kings and lord of lords. But behind that very structure, there's a little prayer alcove. And that's what makes that yes. particular area so uh, interesting to me. You can go in there and you can pray. And the water of the king and kings and lord of lords is right in the foreground of that. And just praying in that little nook. I mean, there are benches there where you can sit and just pray. It's really, really Remarkable, my friends, and it's something that we dare not just communicate with words. We need to invite you to come see that and those. Matt, what other features do we have there? So we have two more, 11 and 12. 11 is Living Word, where we uh, reveal the Living Word. It's it's um, on two sides of—it's a creek. On one side, it's the Living Word. On the other side of the bridge, it's the Holy Spirit, 11 and 12. But the, the number 11— it, uh, it, there's a teaching in there of showing us what the Logos 
word of God is and, and what the rhema, the, the speaking word out of our mouth is. And that's, uh, it's, it's been such a blessing being able to help people understand the difference between the Logos and the rhema uh, using that water feature. And then number 12 is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, those who are thirsty, let, him come, let them come and drink. And then out of their belly will flow rivers of living water. And, and so that number 12, that beautiful uh, water feature where water is stepping down with four levels of, of stones coming from the heights, the water down, 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 all the way to us. And uh, so we're able to teach uh, about the Holy Spirit on water feature number 12. And then we're also number 11, the, the power of the Word of God. That's sharper than a two-edged sword, two-bowed yes. sword. Yes. My listening friend, let me give you the, the verbal picture here of what this, this expansive area the size of a football field surrounded by the Gabion uh, walls, which are rocks adjoined together inside individual cages, and those cages are joined together. And they're, they're, instead of an actual brick wall or a solid uh, edifice, they are living stones fitly joined together. And one of uh, Matt and Amy's analogies there is beautiful, and that is the body of Christ is Jew and Gentile and joined together. So it is illustrative not only of, uh, of a wall, but also of the body of Christ being joined together. Symbolism abounds in this football field size garden. <clears throat> you start out with a waterfall on the inside, and you move southward, and you've got beautiful uh, conservatory uh, that is meant for meetings and things like that, and you've got a fireplace in there, a beautiful ceiling that is uh, soundproofed, and uh, the the uh, walls uh, are can be pulled down or lifted up, and so it can be, even in the most tumultuous times, it is a, a, a safe haven in the conservatory. And then you walk through the fauna and flora, the different trees and beauty, to a place called the bridge. Uh, Matt, what do, you, what, what, what do you call the bridge, the bridge of Recon- reconciliation? Yeah, uh, the, we had three different uh, races of men build the bridge, and Amy saw that one day and said, well, look there, we got the bridge of reconciliation <laughs> uh, out of every tribe and tongue uh, building that, br- that bridge. And so it's a beautiful bridge. It's beautiful creek that the bridge uh, spans. Um, and then going back to you had mentioned the uh, we we built in the conservatory. Uh, part of the conservatory is called this. There's a sound ceiling. When we do weddings, that's where the wedding the dance floor would be, and we're able to play music as loud as that wedding party would like. Uh, even at 120 decibels, which is a jet engine, you can only <laughs> hear sound a hundred feet away, and then it disappears. Wow, and it's it's so wonderful. It's the only one in uh, North America that size. Wow, and, uh, and so let's let's get speakers. Let's continue our walk southward in the area, leaving the conservatory over the bridge. The bridge is spanning the, these creeks on the south, uh, on the south and the uh, e, uh, east and west. The, the east, east, east and west sides, and they are the most beautiful. Uh, streams you've ever seen, and the bridge goes over that, that enters you into this tented area, or we call it a hoopah, 
and this is an area where people congregate and they do uh, larger meetings. Uh, it's got uh, chairs there that can be moved one uh, from one direction to the other throughout underneath the hoopah, and that is the area where you begin looking at the different uh, uh, water features right. that uh, that Matt uh, that Matt, Matt yeah. talked about. So you've got the tent. Yeah, and the cans, that's that tent is over seven thousand square feet of turf. So it's it's very enjoyable to walk on. It's not ever muddy or, you know, depending. It's because it's covered by the 7,000 square feet of shade panels over that that uh, turf. And it's just a joy. Uh, children love playing in, in it, running around, rolling around. I'd like to do it sometimes. <laughs> I know. We, we see children in there. And when church services or other functions are going on, you, you kind of leave an area in the background for kids to do work with their with their toys and things like that and just play. And you have no problem with kids being kids in, in that environment and uh, adults. No, they love it. Yeah, and, and, and adults and, getting the education as well. Yes. So yes. We, we've got about a minute and a half left in this segment. You want to close out this, and we want to spend the last segment. I know you're in a wind, think, windy environment. Yeah, uh, you know, th- there is a, a tremendous um, revenue stream with weddings that uh, we can maybe talk about next, uh, next segment. segment. Yeah. But I'll just say this. Every single thing that we built has a purpose uh, in in representing Christ or his body. Like the Gabion Wall, 700 linear feet of wall, 700 tons of stone. Uh, it says in Ephesians 2.20, we've, as the body of Christ, we've all been fitly framed uh, together. Well, that's how you, that's, that's how you describe the stones in the walls. Yes. Uh, we those stones, a big machine with a bucket poured those stones from the top down yep. into the cages, yep. and those stones, however they fell, fitly framed together. That's how we. Uh, that's how those walls were built, yeah. and it's just such a picture of the body of Christ. I love that. We it's don't a know picture how not only. Has, Yes, we're running out of time in this segment, but it's not only a picture of the body of Christ, but the adjoined body of Christ, Jew and Gentile, joined together. And we have a real heart for Israel as well, and you've expressed that many times. And so we really have a heart cry for that. In the last segment, we're going to tie everything together, talking about the ways that God has strategically funded this and will help you in your strategy to fund your vision as well. We'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. Welcome back, friends, to Come Together San Diego, the final segment you know what we like to do in the final segment is tie all the loose strings together and tell you some summary statements and some inspiration behind the things that you've heard in this full hour. Well, this full hour has been an amazing time. We've done a tour of River Garden, a beautiful football-sized complex enclosed in stone walling all around it and a beautiful plush area, literally a garden throughout. And Matt and Amy Storer have been with me, and they have an appointment they're driving to, and so Matt is in the car. So any extraneous sound that you hear is the wind coursing in the garden. It would be the wind coursing through the trees. 
<laughs> in their cars, probably the wind coursing through their windows and uh, uh, across the wo- the roof. But we're we're talking about uh, the ways that different manners of funding come to pass, and God has uh, great wisdom on doing this. And with your vision, if you, you, you believe in God and your currency is not the money, your currency is faith and obedience. So in this particular instance, the faith and obedience for the currency that was used made uh, uh, weddings as one of the optimum ways for this to be funded. I'm going to have Matt talk a little bit about the weddings and the funding strategy and how this relates um, to the the garden in particular, but also how the this funding strategy can be applied to you, my listening friend. Uh, whether God says, I want you to build a garden in this, this city, in this state, or I want you to do this ministry, and here's what it's going to look like, and here's how I'm going to fund it, and it's going to be an unconventional way, as Matt will share with you, as the funding was a bit unconventional uh, uh, dealing with the River Garden. Matt Storr. Yeah, Kaz, uh, we, we've learned so much about what it really means to walk in faith practically. And so we had no money um, and a very small congregation and no hopes of getting that kind of money that we needed to do this size project in the natural. We, we really had to throw ourselves onto, onto the Lord and trust Him. And He has so abundantly uh, provided for us and come through. We we have one miracle, financial miracle after another. But to be honest with you, we we really learned that you can have vision from the Lord and nothing will ever happen. You've got to put shoe leather to that vision. You've got to walk toward the vision. And that might not only mean making a budget. That might mean going out and, and praying uh, on the property or declaring uh, uh, with your church body or your friends, whatever, whoever you're working with, that we need to pray every day uh, for Yes, and one of the things that was remarkable, Matt, is you would share the vision with other people, and you say, I don't know how we're going to build this wall, or I don't know how we're going to do this waterfall, or I don't know how we're going to construct this or that or the other, or the flora and fauna that's there. And all of a sudden, somebody says, I have a solution for that. You you, you never know the person that you've been— You never know. That that you've been your good friend for years. All of a sudden, they have a component or a skill set you didn't even know about, and that fits perfectly with what the vision and Amy God has is for so you. careful, Kaz, <laughs> to make sure that uh, when we're telling the story of the building of River Gardens, that we don't uh, forget how many people had an idea. Mm-hmm. didn't come from us, but because we're in relationship with— uh, the body of Christ, we were able to have a a uh, a a, um, a group of uh, saints coming together with ideas, and we just saw God use those ideas, and and one thing led to another thing that led to another thing. Now we're doing. Uh, I think last year we did we did uh, about a hundred weddings in the gardens, and uh, this year uh, coming up we'll be doing probably a hundred and 10, 115 weddings. Why that's such a wonderful thing, that, that pro- produces an income for the body of Christ. And uh, I'm just so thankful uh, that Amy and I are so grateful that we've been, that God gave us an idea. He says, I give you the power to create wealth that I might establish my covenant in the earth. And so funding the ministries we're in relationship with, uh, we're, since we have built the gardens, 
we're able to give more than we've ever, ever given in the past. And there have been many, many people blessed by River Gardens financially. And so we hope to multiply these gardens uh, really throughout uh, San Diego, California, and America. Yes. And, and one of the things, this is, a, you know, an or, unorthodox, if you say, I'm going to build a ministry environment, then it's going to have this beautiful, uh, the gardens and things like that. And people go, how are you going to pay for that? This is really kind of unorthodox. It's actually the, the people that come to the weddings may never grace a church environment, but they come because there's a wedding or a memorial service and these beautiful grounds. And uh, there are times that you set aside this entire complex for weddings and memorial services. And that revenue actually is significant and it can be used to fund uh, other ministry-related things. That's ingenious. That's ingenious. And to speak to our friends that may have a vision. They go, I have no clue on how this is going to be funded. A lot of it may, or how it's going to be come to pass, and a lot of it just may have everything to do with something that you aren't even aware of, but somebody else may be aware of, and turn that into something that is a, a, a blessing. Talk about that, Matt. Yeah, so um, if you have an idea from the Lord, you know, there's ideas that if you move on those ideas, it's a bit presumptuous because those ideas were not backed up by a word from God. If you're going to step out of the boat, make sure that the Lord says, come. Otherwise, you might sink pretty fast. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, and that we really knew we had seven words from God. This is it. You can do this. And we moved on those seven words. We got out of the boat and we began to honor the Lord with with uh, moving toward doing the impossible. And uh, that's what River Gardens is. When you think about the, the massive amount of money that's out there and that we didn't ask for any money, we just trusted the Lord. The Lord has provided all the resources. And then going back to Psalm 65, 9 through 13, which that group of scriptures is actually how we built the gardens. And it says that this is how he does it. He sends God with all the provision is talking about all the provision we need is ordained. And then it says that this is how he does it. He sends a plentiful rain upon plowed fields. So Amy and I, and, and those working with us, uh, diligently, we would plow the field, meaning this, that we would do the preparation. We would figure out a, a budget for that particular part of the project. We would design it. We would work it. We would pray over it. And because then we had plowed the field, now we had a confidence that rain would come. Rain represents provision. And we saw now $2.6 million show up. And it has been such a blessing uh, to see something impossible become possible, become a reality because of faith and obedience. That is the currency. Yes. And to all everybody listening today, you, if you will pray and God will give you a word, he, he watches over that word to perform it. Our Lord God, you made the heavens and the earth. Amy quoted that verse. We live by that verse. You, you, you made the heavens and the earth by your great power and outstretched arm. Nothing is too difficult for you, Lord. Kaz, I'd like to hand it back over to Amy. We're, we're parked right now, and she ha- she can have a, the final word. Very good. Thank you. Amy. Okay. God bless, Kaz. Thank you, Matt Storer. Matt Storer and Amy Storer. Amy? Well, we hope that everyone has been encouraged 
by just hearing a little bit of the story of River Gardens, because every person, the Lord is, has an idea that he's given you for his kingdom purposes. He's birthing things in and through you, and he wants you to take a step of faith, and you'll see his hand of grace. And he wants you to partner with those that he's given you in your life as well. Because we cannot do what God's called us to by ourselves, but we do it arm in arm with each other. Isn't that true, Kev? Oh, it is indeed. We've probably got a minute and a half left in this last segment. A quick 30-second word of encouragement to our listening friends, Amy, and then I'll let you go because you're on another appointment. One of the major blessings that we've seen in the gardens is being able to host weddings and to see families established, to see weddings begin in the gardens. And we have declared that this will be a divorce-free zone, that every person that gets married at the gardens will have a fruitful and long life together and a strong family. And it's been such a blessing to be able to pray over all of those couples and families and we just give all the glory to the Lord. And we, I just want to pray for every listener. Lord, thank you that every person listening, Lord, thank you that you've given them an assignment yes, to amen, you. Yes, amen, amen. And we just commit this to you today. And we thank you that you make impossible things possible yes. as we look to you in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. My listening friend, as we go and sign off on Come Together San Diego, here are my words to you. And Matt and Amy, thank you for joining us. This is it. You can do this. Whatever the vision that God gives you, embrace it and have the currency of faith and uh, consistency, and God will make it pass. God bless. Thanks for joining Kaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on KPraise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.